In Dafyoimi, we just learned one of the most famous Gemaras in Shas, the story of the great Tanner Reb Akiva. Akiva was a 40-year-old illiterate shepherd, employed by the renowned Kalba Sabua, a well-respected person, a very wealthy and generous man. Rachel, Kalba Sabua's daughter, could have married the most eligible bachelor in town, the biggest Talmud Chacham from the most prestigious home, but she took a liking to Akiva. Why? The Gemara says three words. He was refined and humble. She saw hidden greatness. She saw great potential. She noticed his modesty and his fine midas. When her father, Kalba Sabua, found out that she was secretly engaged to this Amaaretz, he was furious. He drove his daughter out of the house. He swore that he would never support her while she was married to him. The young couple got married and lived in such poverty that they slept on straw. The Gemara says one day Elio Hanavi disguised himself like a poor beggar and knocked on their door. He said, Akiva, my wife just gave birth. Would you have some extra straw that my wife can use as a bed? And Akiva turns to his wife. You see, there are people out there that are even poorer than we are. The newlywed Akiva, who didn't even know the Aleph base, left his house and set out on his journey to learn Tyra. He started in kindergarten and grew from there. He continued learning for 12 consecutive years. And after 12 years, he amassed an incredible 12,000 Talmidim. Then he decided to travel back to his home to his family. He returned back to his town accompanied by his 12,000 students. And as he was about to enter his home, he overheard his wife say to a neighbor who was constantly criticizing and berating her because of his long absence, if I had my wish, he would stay in Shiva for another 12 years. And without crossing the threshold of his house, Rabbi Kiva made a 180 and went right back to Yeshiva, where he learned for another 12 years. And now after 24 years, he had a whopping 24,000 Tamidim. And the question is, if he was already at the doorstep of his house, why after 12 years didn't he come in and say hello to his wife? Maybe even spend the night and go back in the morning. So I once heard a beautiful answer. When Rabbi Kiva set out to learn Torah, his wife knew that her husband would be facing incredible challenges. He was already 40 years old and he didn't even know how to read. The odds were clearly against him. She didn't know if he'll be successful. She didn't know if he'll be able to overcome all the struggles it involves to become a Ben Torah. So what did she do? For 12 years she davened and davened and didn't stop davening that he be matzliach and become a Talmud Chacham. That he find the sweetness in Torah. That he connect to his Rabbeim that his colleagues accept him. So if Rabbi Kiva would have came into the house and his wife would see him being escorted by thousands of Tamidim, she would immediately realize how great and successful he became and she would stop davening. And Rabbi Kiva did not want her to ever stop davening for him. What a powerful idea. But why was 24 years of tefillah necessary? 12 years of davening was not enough? And perhaps the idea is the Gemara in Yevamos asks, Why were Imaho, Sar, Rivka, and Rachel barren? Why were they unable to conceive children? Says the Gemara, HaKadosh Baruch desires the prayers of the righteous. Those tefillahs are so precious and valuable to Hashem that it was worth making them barren so they should have On the surface, this Gemara is very hard to understand. It seems like such cruelty, such a lack of compassion. You want someone to plead incessantly for something, so you withhold it from them, so they should beg and pray for it? Hashem is the Kel Racham Bachanun. It seems so out of character for the Rabbi Shalom. So one saw an incredible idea, and this gives us a tremendous insight of why 
it seems that sometimes there are prayers that are not answered. If you want to be zoichet to something truly extraordinary, you need to have many heartfelt tefillos. And those tefillos serves as an impetus to produce something really special. So in order for the world to merit a Yitzchak Avinu or Yaakov Avinu or Yosef Atzadik, it necessitated an abundant amount of tefillos. That's why Hashem made Arimos infertile. So they would pour out their hearts in tefillah. And what were the results of all those tefillos? Our Avasagdoshim, our forefathers, that we invoke their merits to this very day in our davening. David HaMelech endured a lifetime of hardship and adversity. All that pain and anguish was necessary to accomplish something remarkable for the Jewish people. It produced one of the most precious books in world history, the Sefer Tehillim. The Tehillim was conceived through David's tears. David said those tefillahs at times of extreme difficulty, when he was under duress, when he was on the run. And now for all eternity, that's the go-to safer for any yid that needs Yeshua. And now we understand why Rabbi Kiva's wife had to daven for 24 years. Elio Hanavi disguised himself as a pauper and asked Rabbi Kiva for straw. If Hashem is performing a miracle, he's sending Elio Hanavi to his door. Why couldn't he send along a few gold coins so he doesn't have to live in such poverty? And perhaps it's this same idea. For him to become the great Taner Rebekiva who disseminated Torah Shavuot to all future generations, he had to endure extreme hardships. Living a life of luxury and affluence would not have produced a Rebekiva. It also necessitated lots of tefillahs. In fact, 24 years of tefillahs. That's why Rebekiva did not enter his home that night so that his wife Rachel would continue to daven. Sometimes Hashem withholds something from us because He wants us to keep on davening. Because something that comes through tefillah is so much more special. And it produces something truly phenomenal. A person can ask, Why is Hashem making me wait? All my friends got their acceptance letter. All my friends are already engaged. Even my youngest sister was blessed with children. So why am I still waiting? But the truth is, Hashem can give you an ordinary child right now, but He knows you're capable of more. You have the ability to produce someone that will light up the world. But that requires many sincere tefillahs. So He wants you to keep on davening. He wants your spouse to be someone special, but that requires a few more prayers. He wants you to complete the Tehillim a few more times. He wants you to take on a Kabbalah, do more chesed. He wants you to elevate your game a little more before He grants you your wish. But when he does give it to you, it will be something truly remarkable. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.